and welcome to this podcast series Solopreneurs Scaling Up. I'm Jayashree, the host and producer of the series. This podcast series focuses on the challenges faced by solopreneurs and how they manage to start and grow their business. This first season of the podcast series is focused on Indian women solopreneurs who have risen beyond challenges and setbacks to create a credible business. women who trusted their instinct to venture into this adventure they bring you inspiring stories of their dreams passion the inner strength they found to overcome hurdles on their solo entrepreneurial journey do join us every fortnight to listen to a new exciting episode of solopreneurs scaling up in the second episode of solopreneurs scaling up we are happy to have kavita kalaiselvi human resources consultant founder and ceo of talent gritty consulting services llp she has 20 plus years of industry experience in human resources management and operations management she completed her engineering at college of engineering gindi and then switched her career to hr after doing her mba she has wide range of expertise in hr domain and currently provides hr leadership at consulting capacity for it startup companies She's a first generation entrepreneur who started the HR firm Talent Gritty Consulting Services LLP which offers full stack of HR services. She also has launched an innovative career management platform called Career Crafters. It helps students and working professionals to manage their career effectively. Prior to founding her company, she worked for BNP Paribas India Solutions Private Limited. and hcl technologies in progressive roles at various capacities in hr department and talent management thank you kavita for joining us as our guest on our podcast series solopreneurs scaling up we look forward to hearing some incredible insights from you on your journey from a corporate world to a solopreneur world what really prompted you to start up on your own because starting a hr organization on your own is such an uphill task what really inspired you to take up this first of all thank you very much for having me on your show uh, i am a hr professional running a company called talent integrity consulting services we offer hr services to startups and small and medium sized companies right from setting up their hr function hr policies processes talent acquisition implementation of hr tools and career management services yeah coming to your question on what inspired me always wanted to be on my own uh, right from my um, college days actually uh, though i studied engineering which is supposed to be very very technical uh when there was a choice given to choose uh, my elective subjects uh, towards the um, final year third year and final year uh, i was actually uh, choosing more of uh, management subjects over the normal uh, tech ones in fact um, i had uh, i had i had an elective called entrepreneurship development and i did quite well in that subject so i always had this uh, thing to start uh, and do something on my own uh, right from my uh, college days and i think that was uh, inspiring me i think that just came from myself 
it was well within uh, myself uh, to start something on my own but i didn't know what i wanted to do and things like that but i really wanted to do something on my own some day and yeah. i think it happened uh, after so many years thanks kavita that's very interesting to hear of someone who's right from the college stage such a young age uh, what was inspired to be an entrepreneur because it's a very very uh, difficult choice to make but it's very interesting to hear that what were the initial hurdles you faced in actually formalizing your business kavita okay that's a good question i mean i can say i'm still going through a lot of hurdles uh yeah because i've been in um, a corporate um, world uh, working as an employee for quite some time and it was close to uh, around 20 years or so and then i decided to start something uh, on my own so i was not very clear in uh, many things when i actually started um, i mean when i compare it of uh, when i from uh, when i started to now uh, this this so much of clarity now but when i wanted to formalize this as a business uh, i just started and uh, the mindset i mean the transitioning of a very very delivery mindset to a business owner mindset was um, pretty hard because of uh, the time that i spent uh, in the um, corporate uh, world as a delivery person and if it's your own business you need to really take care of each and everything and but you, you cannot be an expert in everything as well uh, so that opens up a lot of uh, learning mindset so i had really learned quite a bit of things and slowly moved away from my uh, delivery kind of a mindset to owning my own business kind of a mindset and more of uh, solving uh, the problems for both for the customers and uh, internal things so and initial hurdles these the, the mindset was uh, the main um, hurdle that uh, i really uh, need to cross thanks kavita that's very interesting especially you know transitioning from a kind of a corporate uh, world where the framework is very set to uh, being your own um, leader of your own business it's a huge transition to make but yeah, we have to create everything we have to create yeah. each and every framework design and then institutionalize and follow the discipline so that yes it took some time and where are you now or on your whole entrepreneurial journey okay so uh, i'm still uh, learning i'm i'm still taking uh, very very small uh, baby steps in everything uh, that i do especially when i um, want to start something new or add another service offering or anything like that i i really take a little bit of time and uh, start um, small Uh, but when i compare uh, myself um, with uh, when i started uh, say few years back there's lot more clarity now in terms of uh, the business what uh, i'm currently running it's been a great learning the entire uh, setting up of the organization as such putting the vision mission the core values identifying the needs um, from the market on what they really want and um, staying focused on the deliverable that we could do and maintaining that quality and uh, the integrity uh, in terms of running the business and many more such things um, you know it, it has been a, a real uh, learning and especially uh, when um, you know you're running something on your own uh, with a very very small um, team a lean uh, team to support it is not just uh, taking some decisions and leading it we also get involved in execution so you think strategize lead the team 
and also execute and then look at the result, monitor. And again, you think, rethink, re-strategize and then work along with the team. So that is where, um, you know, I'm currently doing. So, uh, I mean, the entrepreneurial journey, if you ask me, yes, that is where I'm currently now. So there are four verticals that um, I'm running currently. And that kind of clarity is um, good to have now. And um, the next will be to uh, scale. Yeah, that's very true. Like you brought it up to a considerable stage. It's been right from the start. Uh, I, you know, I, identifying the goals, identifying what you want the company vision to be. And then now it has come, you come a long way in terms of the entrepreneurial journey. And how do you exactly plan to scale your business in the next five to 10 years? Yeah, the next step is actually for me to scale the business because now that we have the clarity of my verticals, the deliverables, the customer needs and things like that, now it is the time to actually scale. I should have started scaling up a little earlier, but the pandemic situation changed a lot of things. In fact, I had to shut down one of the verticals, which is the recruitment services for a few months when um, we were hit badly at the uh, onset of the pandemic that was in uh, 2020. During that time when I had to shut down one vertical, I had, uh, I had a lot of time and uh, I utilized that time to come out with something new. So that gave birth to a new brand, uh, which is called uh, Career Crafter. So I introduced uh, something um, uh, into career management services as an offering to uh, the customers. So when the recruitment services are restarted again in 2021, it was with a big bang now. So now that we have a, a good team, a good leadership for recruitment, and we, we've come into the market now and we're doing quite well. So, uh, I mean, so there's been uh, good times and there's uh, been a little um, low uh, for a particular vertical. And now uh, I think uh, it, this is the right time for me to um, focus and uh, grow. So we have set a very, very aggressive target for uh, 2025. And uh, we will be working towards um, uh, the value addition for the customers, revenue generation, and uh, setting up of internal systems tools. And uh, especially, I mean, when I put it uh, this way, it, it will be focusing on the growth, growth of the organization and um, the next five years, if you say after 2025, it will be more to uh, diversification and maybe we may have some uh, uh, global uh, presence, maybe uh, in Asia, Pacific, Europe and North America in that uh, order. So next five years, it's going to be uh, growth internally and externally. And uh, after 2025 to 2030, I think we may be looking at um, setting up of our offices in other places. That's really fantastic, uh, Kavita. I've heard a lot about career crafters, especially the kind of unique programs you run on mentoring, on student support, uh, you know, giving them a career path. I've heard a lot of good things about career crafters. And I, I think what the COVID situation has done is helped us to kind of reinvent ourselves and our vision for our companies. And it's uh, really great to know that you plan to go global as well, because I'm sure a lot of organizations benefit from companies like Career Crafters. Absolutely. So Career Crafter is one of the verticals that we will be actually focusing on. But you're right. This COVID has actually helped me come out with something called Career Crafter. Right. 
And who was your inspiration and business role model uh, you want to you wanted to emulate when you started your business? Okay. Uh... Role model as such, uh, I am not able to think of uh, a single person because generally I always feel that um, I draw inspirations from uh, many leaders on various things. So it is not about the, the personality that uh, actually uh, inspire me. It is about their, their idea, their, their principles, uh, the, the way they handle things, the way they look at things, the way they make decisions, their, the entire thought process behind all of these things. So those are the things actually which normally inspires uh, me as a person. So uh, I, I'm a great fan of uh, Mahatma Gandhi for uh, his principles. And uh, I mean, so we, I have different personalities for their ideas and uh, their principles and not as a person as such. Uh, but if I think of uh, personalities as such, uh, I spent um, you know, quite a sign quite a um, um, time at uh, HCL Technologies. In fact, I grew up, uh, if I may have to uh, call it in my professional career, I grew up in HCL Technologies. So there were uh, many great leaders where I really got um, inspiration from. A very special mention would be uh, uh, Shivnadar and uh, Vineet Nair. I still follow them. and. Uh, I mean, those are uh, my role models, if I may, may have to think and tell some personalities, but I, I really draw inspirations from uh, many leaders. That's true, Kavita. On the entrepreneurial journey, I think it's not the one single role model we generally try to emulate. It's a, a set of leaders who inspire us on different attributes. And like you said, uh, Shivnadar and Vineet, especially on the technology side uh, companies, uh, have been great leaders growing the company from uh, scratch to such scales. I hope your organization also grows to such heights. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, because I mean, we've, we've seen that very closely. Uh, so that is why I'm able to relate to a lot of uh, processes or the thought processes uh, that they had uh, when it comes to business strategy and uh, growth. Yeah, true, true. Uh, on the personal front, what was the kind of support you received from friends and family through your entrepreneurial journey? Would you like to share some uh, inputs on that? Sure. Um, generally, I was good at networking, so I have uh, a lot of friends and I received a great support from both uh, friends and uh, family. Uh, if I actually look back, a lot of my friends are my customers and a lot of my customers are my friends too. So, and my family supports my business to a great extent. Uh, and I'm, I've, I've just converted one room to a complete uh, office after this um, uh, pandemic thing. And that, that's like, I, I've occupied uh, almost uh, 150 to 200 square foot of my uh, home. So, I mean, everybody supports uh, my business at home. And especially when I feel uh, stuck, um, uh, on any specific thing, I have a group of my friends and well-wishers with whom I um, discuss and deliberate. So I look up to them as mentors and friends. And sometimes it happens with my family members too. So, and I listen to every everybody's um, comment and uh, their opinion about any fact that I put it, table it across to them. I, I don't um, ignore any comment or any suggestion, even if it is from my uh, 
15 year old son or something so i always listened and i used to uh, think uh, the logic behind why somebody is uh, giving me this kind of um, an input so that helps me take uh, a better decision so this been uh, tremendous support from um, all of my friends and uh, my family members right kavita i think being open to uh, your uh, friends and family circle has made a lot of difference in your entrepreneurial journey and uh, i think that is the level of openness every entrepreneur needs to have uh, whether it be their business colleagues or their friends and family a lot of uh, learnings to be had thanks for sharing that uh, what are the learnings you would like to share with uh, other women entrepreneurs who are starting their journey okay so uh, my first uh, point will be like uh, there's no perfect time for a perfect business so as long as you have an idea and you have the right conviction to start something please go ahead and start because sometimes um, we wait for um, uh, the right time to be there and for everything to be falling in place uh, in a perfect manner and that's not going to happen so just go with the flow as long as uh, you have uh, your uh, idea and strong conviction uh, to go for it but take care of your uh, financial planning see to that you're able to manage the finance for the first um, one year at least uh, till you break even and start making some money and, uh, we should be open to learn anything and everything because uh, that is uh, something that i learned uh, a lot of things uh, we will have to do it ourselves so uh, you will have to learn a lot of thing i i if i actually look um, back in the last um, four years uh, there's so much of things that i've learned i i never thought i would um, do my uh, my own videos i i i never thought that i would learn a lot of these uh, uh, tools that support uh, a lot of uh, these things whatever currently i'm using i've never been this technical all these years so i'm i started learning a lot of tools that really help my business grow so just be open and finance is something that i've never learned all these years so i had to learn but if you, if you're running your own business you need to learn your finance you need to learn your hr you need to learn your math on how it works your business plan your business strategies your customer servicing a lot of things so but that's it's good to learn so just be open to learn anything and everything so uh, because i would say a ceo is not just chief executive officer but it is chief everything officer we will have to do everything learn everything and do everything because as a business owner you are responsible for everything that happens so it is better to learn everything so that you will be able to understand what somebody is able to relate that's very interesting kavita especially calling it the chief everything officer which kind of encompasses multiple roles in the role of a ceo and every entrepreneur should have that to the top of their mind that no matter what is the kind of line they're starting up with they need to be able to dip their fingers into every aspect of it and have full understanding before they can scale a business thank you very Absolutely. much uh, for joining us on this podcast series kavita i hope you'll be part of our future podcast as well and thank you so much for being part of this thank you thank you very much jayashree thank you for the opportunity to ask uh, the right set of questions uh, so that you know i could uh, think of a lot of things and i wish it could be useful to other um, entrepreneurs as well all the best for your podcast uh, series as well thank you
from a solopreneur perspective, let us see what are the key takeaways in our discussion with Kavita. Right at the beginning of your journey as a solopreneur, you may not have full clarity on the way to take your organization forward. Whether it's to do with diversifying your product or structuring your organization or drilling down on your target customer base. What is important and critical is to keep a broad sense of vision for your organization, identify workable goals, and then keep taking the incremental step forward towards the goals. Over time, you will get a sense of direction and clarity on the way forward. At that point, you can fine tune your goals and set the next level goals as targets, whether it be adding a vertical or scaling the customer base or increasing geographical coverage. The second key takeaway is networking with people. Havita mentioned that she tapped into her existing network of friends and many of her friends became her customers and even her mentor. In many cases, your professional and personal network may intersect and that can help you build and scale your business. Especially for a solopreneur, networking is the best way to gain traction through the entrepreneurial journey. Interactions with people based on trust, respect and mutual support will help in the long run build a steady customer base. As Kavita mentioned, many of her customers also became her friends. So the overlap between professional and personal networking continued on. What is the third key takeaway? It's the mindset change. Many entrepreneurs build their expertise through working in corporates or academia or experimenting with their own startups. Either way, they start the entrepreneurial journey with the preform mindset. As Kavita mentioned, in her case, she had to drop the delivery mindset from her corporate stint and gain a business mindset, that of setting direction and taking ownership for her company. When your prior experience has been very different in a corporate, it takes time to unlearn and relearn. But it's very critical to get this done very quickly as the success of a solopreneur lies in having that business mindset of having clear direction, setting your goals, feeling your responsibility end-to-end -end for the success of your startup. Thanks for listening to our show. Do tune in next fortnight for the next episode of Solopreneurs Scaling Up. Until then, have a great time in your business and stay safe.